Hey, On The Clock fans, you're listening to another episode with your hosts Raul Lascano and George Martinez as they square off and tackle all of today's hot topics in sports news, trends, current issues happening locally and nationally, as well as highlighting some of our local student athletes across the Sunshine State. Now, welcome your hosts, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. What's going on, the clock fans? How y'all doing? Back with another one. Happy, happy to be here on this beautiful, beautiful Monday. Had a lot of fun over the weekend. We got a big pack show for you, okay? So today we're going to be talking about K-State, man. All the players boycotting and everything that's happening over there. Also, the Mississippi lawmakers vote to remove the Confederate emblem inside the state's flag. It's going to be huge. We're going to talk about it here. Also on the clock, uh, we have Cam Newen get signed by the Patriots. We're going to talk about our instant reaction to that. And then also, now that... People understand what the protest was actually about. Does, does Kaepernick get signed? All right, so we're all, how was the weekend? How was the time with the family? Yeah, man, it, it was pretty good. Uh, you know, I've been on this workout kick. I told you on the, lo- the last podcast, I almost freaking died with the weights. Um, <laughs> so I've been trying to, you know, better my body. I've been trying to get in shape. And Sunday morning, I decided to get up. Say, so, you know, I'm gonna get up early. I'm gonna tackle the week, uh, okay? Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna work out in my garage. It's gonna be great, all right? So I got a couple weights. I got a couple things in there. I got a, a bench press. I got a bar. I got all this stuff. Today I was like, you know what? I want to work on upper body. I want to work on shoulders, and I'm gonna do a lot of core exercises. All right. Right now, if you can't tell, it's hard to speak to you because my stomach is on <laughs> fire. Okay. Oh and boy. You listen. Do you know what an ab roller is? No, I don't. You know, okay, so the roller, it's old school. I used to love doing these. It's just this little roller with like it's two handles, has a wheel in the middle, and you, you, okay, you yeah, know what I'm talking yeah. about? You get on your knees, yeah. and yeah. you got to roll out and cry. So I already did about 30 minutes of elliptical. I've been lifting shoulders, and now I'm trying to transition into some core and then go back to shoulders. That's what I'm trying to do, superset this thing, okay? Let me tell you something. <laughs> I... I have to learn that I am no longer 20. An athlete. Yeah, I, that's gone. <laughs> that's that's no longer in my heart. I feel like you're it. still an athlete, right? But the body that's upstairs, the the brain is like, what are we doing right now? What the hell? We haven't done this in a minute. What are we doing? I get on my knees. I put a pad down. I get the roller in my head. I'm just going to really quick roll out, roll back in. It's going to yeah, be super. Knock it out. Yeah, it's going to be knock super it quick. Absolutely. It's going to be super quick. Bro, I freaking rolled so fast. I smacked the ground with the side of my face and made a loud little oh, no. pop. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bro, I smacked so hard, the roller on itself started coming back. I, I rolled the right roller back. felt bad for you. Oh, my God. When I did it, all I heard internally was, like, what What did we just do internally? I just ripped my stomach in half. So then I look like somebody is trying to roll dough, right? I'm just doing little squirts like this. I'm not even trying to go out too far. I'm so scared. I don't have the muscle recovery to come back, to bring myself back. After doing these, right? To do a full rep. Bro, I did. I did 10. I did 10. I got up off the ground. Did some shoulders, went back to the roller, and and my stomach must have known, don't you bring your ass down here and do this again. Don't you come down here. Don't (laughs) you do it. Don't you do it. Not today. So I said, you know what, I'm going to go a little further. I stretched this thing out. Pow, I hit the ground again. This (laughs) with the other (laughs) side of my cheek. I told you the first time. (laughs) I told you the first time. Listen to me. (laughs) 
So my body's literally going, bro. You don't want to start with crunches. Like you don't want to start with a crunch, or like a like a like a day sm- one. Yeah, That's what like, you want to start with. Do some squats or something, bro. Stop doing this. Do some toe touch. Six inches. Do some six inches, bro. I tried to tackle that roller. It was done. I finished doing. I finished it out three different sets. 40, 40 reps. Yeah. So I did the forty reps. I'm knocking them all out, bro. I can't feel my stomach on Monday. Like I, I tried to get up this morning to go oh, use the I restroom. Bet. Bro, I can't feel my stuff. Like it's everything around me is shaking and moving. It's tight, and and this is only day one. Don't you hurt? You know like this day reminds two? me of was that? This reminds me of a Kevin Hart stint. What do you mean? You know where he says, "I wasn't ready." Oh God, you're right, bro. I wasn't. That's that's <laughs> no no that's no 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 no, no, no. right now. <laughs> no no that's no. That's what no. your stomach was saying. <laughs> no no no. I wasn't ready, bro. It. I am hurting this morning, and this is day one. They tell me after two days, remember it's two no, days, you're going to hurt. Right. Normally it's the second day that, that really starts uh, to get to you where you really stretch out the muscles. Bro. All right. That tells me, I, I know we are a Corona Hot Pocket podcast. Oh, yeah. We got to lay off the Coronas now. And we got to go find a fitness guru. That's what we got to go do. We got to go find a fitness guru to try to give we us some pointers. find one out there. Bro, this hurts. <laughs> this sucks. I can't feel, bro. I, bet. I listen to me. I've never been afraid of taking a uh, using a restroom. I, I'm afraid to sit on that toilet. I don't think I'm gonna get up. <laughs> you may not get up. I'm gonna get up. My stomach hurts that bad. I don't think I'm gonna get up. Bro. You know what though? Here's a question: Do any of your kids know you did this? I'm embarrassed, bro. I am embarrassed. <sighs> if I tell my sons who I make them run sprints, we do drills. <laughs> I make them do push-ups. I make them do pull-ups. If I go tell my sons, oh, I smack the garage on you. Oh, yeah. Dad lose all credibility. I'll never be able to tell them to go clean their Gone. room ever again. Yeah. The disrespect falls ever into again. the room. Oh, say, yeah, dad. Yeah, dad. Do 10, do 10 apps first. Right. Then I'll go do it. I'm embarrassed to say it on the podcast because you know there's going to be players of ours listening. They're going to be like, yeah. Heard <laughs> oh, you, I know. Heard you had a couple of incidents there, Muffin Top. Like, oh, God, uh, I'm hurting, man. I'm, I'm hurting bad right now. I'm not lying to you. It hurts to laugh. Hey, but at least you know what, man? You're a better man than I am because at least you started doing that workout. Yeah. The only workout that I'm currently engaged in <laughs> is picking up a beer yeah. and taking it from, from one spot to from A to B, from the counter to my to my mouth and then back again. So bicep-wise, you're good. For 12 ounces, I'm, I'm, I'm fire. Right. I'm doing good. <laughs> I can do this all day. Now, you start getting me on some type of ab workout. You know what? The beer doesn't like it. Bro, I've never you I've ne- listen, I'm being serious. When I did that roller, the whole body started to shake. Like I I thought I was going to have a seizure. <laughs> I said to myself, "Oh my god, what did I just do?" And I'm talking about the roller, you're supposed to go it's straight. It's a shock. Bro, it's I, a body shock. But you're supposed to go straight out. It's literally 3 feet. I'm swerving around the road like I'm drunk. I can't Move the roller good enough. I'm shaking so hard, <laughs> bro. It's it's the ridiculous thing, man. Uh, so so real quick, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm gonna put it out there for everybody listening to the show. If you are a trainer of any type of any sort, Raul needs your help. I need your help. Shit, we need your help because he started. Please. I don't want to do it. We can both <laughs> use the encouragement. Right. So if you want to come on the show and talk about workouts and what to do and how to get your body right 
let us know. Send us an email on the clock 20 gmail.com. Hit us up on IG, Facebook, Twitter, on the clock radio. Let us know. Yes. If you want to join the show, give us a little little workout for the, get the body right. We'll put you out there. We'll, we'll let the people know Absolutely. what's going on and how they can get their body right. We also got a big show, man, a big announcement, special guest. We have Iowa's very own Dane Belton joining the show. I can't wait for Dane Belton to join it, man. This is going to be great. I can't wait. I'm pumped. I'm oh, excited. yeah, great kid. Have you seen him play? <laughs> I coach against him. Yeah, I remember you telling me. I, I, <laughs> I've watched him now in Iowa. He's a freaking monster, man. Oh, he's an animal, man. No, it, it was great, man. We just came off of the uh, JP show for FiendStreetSports.com. Yeah, Did man. a little panel, panel round table. It was it was a lot of fun seeing some of the other guys and yeah, and to some see of the faces with around. the voices. It was a good time. Yeah, to put faces with it, man. It was pretty good, man. I like that James guy, man. That set the sales. He's pretty funny, and I got a lot in common <laughs> with uh, Mr. Ryan at Casuals MMA. Uh, you guys can listen to every single one of these podcasts, by the way. It's on fanstreamsports.com. You got Ballistics. You got Set the Sales. You got Casual MMA. You got Locked on Race. And, of course, we got El Bushman over there on Sports Caffeine with his crew. It was a hell of a time, man. I love talking with those guys. It was a lot of fun. So one of the things that came up during conversation, and I want to bring it to our fans here as well. Mm-hmm. Recently, we had Cam Newton get signed mm-hmm. by the New England Patriots. Oh, yeah. Bill I know, I know for again. you, Raul. I know for you, Raul, being a Miami fan, you'd be disappointed to see this to see this happen. That's why I he, said Bill did it again. This <laughs> sob man. Now I got and again, I know Statham is their guy. Uh, Statham is, is going to be the, the the starting quarterback. But man, I, I think Cam Newton beats him no out. Way. I don't. I mean, how much he gets signed for? It was one year, seven point five million. <sighs> Listen, Jesus Christ, you don't sign a backup for seven. Point five million. I think they had to meet in the middle for Cam because they do see the future with him. And and again, I know you mentioned this uh, yesterday on the on the fanstreamsports.com was that maybe they saw something with Stainham. They're like, oh, we can't use this package with him. You know, maybe we can't reach a deal here. It's something they can't. Um, a lot of people believe on ballistics. They believe that they're going to be a package for Cam Newton. I think Cam mm-hmm. Newton takes over as soon as Stainham starts screwing up. Week two, week three, week four, they pull the trigger and put Cam Newton in there. Um, I just feel bad. There's nothing in New England for Cam Newton. There's like nobody around him. There's not, but that's a little bit what he's used to. But before right. he had CMC, before he had Greg Olson, it was just a Cam Newton show. It and was. he was doing everything there. So it's not a situation he's not he's not uncomfortable with. I think Bill Belichick is Bill Belichick. He finds a way yeah. to utilize Cam Newton and use his strength to build an offense around him. Uh, I think he does well. I, I think they repeat as division champs. Oh, really? I think they repeat. Really, a, a lot of chemistry's got to get handled. I mean, Buffalo's out of out of my division looks the strongest right now, especially with the addition of uh, most Minnesota guy, man, Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs, that's right. Stephon's joining Buffalo, man. We I mean, <laughs> now I got to worry about them. I just get to Buffalo. Yeah, no, but I I get to it's Buffalo. And now Buffalo I have this going on. Is known just like Florida State for kicking field goals wide left and wide right. That's the only thing Buffalo's known for besides Jim Kelly. I'm telling so, you right now, they, they look tough. That defense was tough. Those Buffalo Bills can't be slept on in my division. Now, um, across the NFL, yeah, it's probably just Buffalo or whatever the case may be. But in my division, New England reigned champs. They knew when they faced the Miami Dolphins, they're going to maybe maybe beat us one time out of the season. But everybody else, they knew they could kill. 
They could destroy the Jets. They could destroy uh, Buffalo, but it's not going to be like that now. The other part to this, I'm happy Cam Newton gets signed. I really am. 7.5. He is a, I mean, it's not like he's past his prime either. He's no. a good, good quarterback. I am still looking for a team to try to take Kaepernick. I still would like to see that happen, bro. What do you think? What teams are out there that, that would like to shop around to get him? Me, for one, I, I know we went around the table here with, with our fanstreamsports.com other podcasts, uh, Kaepernick gets signed. Yeah. I think he gets signed soon. I do too. I'm going to say before the season starts, before preseason starts, Kaepernick is on the team. So who's the team? That's that's a question. Now, you start looking around the league. Who needs a backup? Because you got to think about it, right? Kaepernick, so there's 32 teams. So that means there's 64 total quarterbacks. Let's, let's add that. Let's make it 70 quarterbacks because right. some teams carry three. Not all, but just for the some teams that carry three. Kaepernick is better. He's he's in the top seventy yeah. of quarterbacks. He's not better than Cam, but yeah, he's he's no up no. There. He's not better. He's not better right. than Cam, but he's definitely right. better than quarterback sixty nine. Oh, he's better than Brian Hoyer. He's better than Brian. <laughs> <laughs> in New England. So yeah, I agree. So I, I I'm gonna take this. I'm, I'm gonna take one, one of the things you talked about recently in the conversation we were having. I'd like to see him go to the Browns. Bro, the Browns are set up, man. It's a good set setup. Up. You know, Baker's going to mess it up. He, and I, I want to give Baker his due justice. I've been calling justice. him a bust. I, you, have, you have called him a bust. And, and I'm trying to give him another year or maybe two to really come around. Because, again, I don't know who the quarterback coach is. I don't see much development with Baker. But I can see another quarterback with some experience getting the ball out to Odell, Landry, the tight end that they have, they have a decent running game. The defense is Chubb not at running back. Chubb, it's not a horrible situation it's to not. be in. It's really not. It's not. So I'm surprised Cam it, doesn't go there because, and again, Cam probably got the green light, New England, right? Saying, yeah, you're going to be the starter. But Kaepernick, well, if I'm them, I'm trying. If I'm Cam, I'm for sure going to the Patriots. Oh, of course. Before I go to the oh, Browns. Oh, of course. Paper bag over division champs. I take that any day. <laughs> but. For Kaepernick coming back into the league, I think you look at a situation where you can get on the field and kind of prove your worth. I think you sign a one-year deal, right. a prove-it kind of deal. You take over. You do something. You get a free agency. Now you can demand a contract. Now you can demand a starting gig. That's yeah. the road I think he takes. The Browns, I think, are a good situation for him. What do you right. think? What are some teams you think he may uh, be a good fit for? Well, I know the two the two teams that have been talking the most about trying to get Kaepernick was San Diego Chargers or mm -hmm. LA Chargers, whatever they're called now, LA Chargers. And then also the, the Seahawks, man. Those are the two that have only been talking about trying to get him. Uh, and I know after speaking with Ballistics, uh, Kev, um, Jack over at Ballistics, he was saying that those are the two major spots that have been really advocating about social injustice and they're making a push to go Kaepernick. Like you mentioned, I don't hope it's not for a PR. I hope that it goes based off he can actually contribute to the team and help. You know, that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, but again, it's only rumors, so we have to see what unfolds in the next month. Yeah, so for me, I think the Chargers. It's either the Browns or Chargers. Chargers in a, are in a great situation. Philly we just left. They don't really have a guy right. they're looking. at quarterback. It'd be a good plug-in. Couple weeks learns the playbook. He's got a good receiving core. He's got a good defense and Darwin James leading the defensive defensive side of the ball. I think that's an option for him. Seattle, and again, I like Pete Carroll. I, I like what Seattle's about. I just don't think if Cam is trying to get on a team to play, mm -hmm. you don't sign with Seattle. In Seattle, you become a, a, a just a, a backup. You're never gonna play. You talk about Wilson gets hurt. You're talking about Kaepernick? Yeah. I think I think 
I think it's perfect for him. <laughs> right now, he's got to get never his gonna feet play. wet. He's four years out, though. He's got to get his feet wet. He's, yeah, got he's to. never going to play. So how are teams going to see film on him? Because that's what it's about. In order for him to get that contract to go somewhere else, he's got to play. Yeah, Think about the situation where he goes. Way with, he, uh, same way with Vic, though. When Vic came back, the Eagles signed him. And they already had McNabb yeah, and played. everybody. But he, he got the thing happened and got hurt though. So then, then Vic got his starting job. Then Vic went on to play for, I believe it was the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Roethlisberger was there, but he still got in the game. So I don't know, man. I, I want to well, see. And I think with that situation, Vic became a package dude. Yeah. That later took over. Right. I don't know that Kaepernick is a package guy. I I, I know we're talking about fantasy yeah. sports. We're talking about potentially Cam Newton being a package guy in New in, in New England. I don't think he's that. I think he comes in, takes over the job, and he's a starting quarterback. Kaepernick is more of a he's a drop back passer. He's not really an RPO kind of guy. He likes to sling it. I don't know, man. Kaepernick started know, man. the whole it, the Kaepernick started the whole Lamar Jackson type quarterbacks. The now, now there, there's been mobile quarterbacks and all type, but that read option RPO stuff came to light little bit by little bit for Kaepernick. He really revolutionized that. But the RPO really got expanded with Carson Wentz and and also with Nick Foles in Philly with with uh, Peterson showing the way, but. I don't know. I think Kaepernick fits the system. I think he can. I think you can. I think you can package him on certain things. I think you can read options. He keeps it a couple times, just like what's his name in the Saints. Remember uh, Hill over the Saints. Tyson Hill. Yeah. Tyson Hill. Yeah. He can do some stuff. Yeah, like that. And, and and I can see that potentially happen again. If we see the Kaepernick in the league, I think it's a good thing. Oh yeah. Uh, I think we all agree with that. That's the right thing to do. Absolutely. I just hope it's not for the wrong reason. Yeah. I hope that's not for the PR move and and, and all that other extracurricular stuff that's going on. I followed Joshua Youngblood. He was on the show. Yeah. And we recently saw uh, his statement around and what they're choosing to do and protest with uh, the president of the student union. I know you've been following that closely yeah, there, Raul. So break that down weird. for us. What's going on exactly there and, and what's what's the protest about? Well, so there's an a individual on, on campus. He's, I guess, a student leader for Kansas State um, at the university there. And he's been making some, I don't know, like outrageous tweets. Idiotic. Idiotic, unnecessary during the time was going on. And he's just been, keeps on going. And he's enraging like the entire university to the point where they're asking for him to be removed from the school or have be held accountable for it. So much, in fact, that Kansas State football team is now boycotting the season. They are now saying they're sitting there saying they are not going to play, and they're asking for him to be held accountable for what he's been putting on Twitter. Um, and again, it's nothing... It's nothing like it's it's kind of like, oh, maybe you could. No, it's definitely outrageous. Uh, I don't even want to give him, you know, breath of air and people go search his name. Just know you if you're following Kansas State, that's what they're boycotting for. Me, for one, after having Joshua Youngblood on the show and knowing how his standards, nor where his morals lie, I will, I'm with him, man. If that, if this, people got to be in check nowadays, especially with what's going on, to make insensitive comments and blast it out, and then have more people tweet about it and more people tweet about it. It's just, I mean, enough is enough. You know, you're, you're there for school. Go there for school. You know, do what you got to do, but don't. It's it's a very sensitive time. So he's he's taking he's taking full advantage of it, and it's. He's making a mockery of what's going on with social injustice, and I don't think anybody's really sat down to explain to him that. You know what I mean? Because there's no college going on. He's at home somewhere doing these tweets. When he goes back to university, he's got to deal with all those kids. As a parent, 
I don't want my kid. If my kid is the one that's doing that, I don't want him going there. It's a dangerous situation, whether he believes it or not. You know what I mean? That, that some people are going to take matters to their own hands, and that's what you don't want. So with Kansas State boycotting, I think it's a silent protest. We're boycotting this. They, they, every football player tweeted out what they're doing, and that's it. They're leaving the school to to make decisions on what they want to do. Yeah, for me, I completely agree with what Joshua Youngblood and his teammates are doing. It's the right thing to do, and more people need to be held accountable. Right, man. And this is the way that players are using their platform to hold these individuals accountable. Right. So for Joshua Youngblood, I salute him. For his teammates, I salute him because this is what we need to be doing all the time to influence and create change. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mississippi is doing the same thing right now. So so Mississippi, for those that don't know, for those people that live outside of Mississippi, um, the Confederate flag... Those symbols and and stars are are basically what created the yeah. flag. Yeah, they're they're embedded in their emblem. And, it's a battle emblem that's put in the Mississippi flag. So now lawmakers have decided, you know what? We're doing away with it. We're doing away with it. The House, the Senate, they all voted to to remove it. Uh, I believe it was on Sunday afternoon to retire the flag. It's a good move. You know what I mean? And people are gonna be mad. Well, it's part of history. It's the wrong side of history. Nobody sits there and puts Hitler right. statues up and says, well, you know, it was a part of our history. Nobody's done that. So you don't put that stuff up. I'm with them. I mean, NASCAR's doing it. NASCAR sat I there agree. and banned the Confederate flag from the races, which is huge in my mind still to this day. Blows about me away. Time. It's oh, about yeah. time. It blows me away, man. So when this is happening, there's going to be more of this going on. There's going to be more as we see uh, the year go out, there's going to be more of these things happening. Um, so just get ready for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the one thing I'll say about this, because we do not have sports right now, yeah. these other things are getting our undivided attention mm-hmm. and it's creating more change. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I am glad about, I know and this may be an unpopular opinion. Everybody wants sports to come back. Everybody wants sports to be on TV. Everybody wants what they thirst for to be available to them. Right. For me, these situations, because we don't have sports, we're not focusing on the other things that really matter. Right. To me, if baseball is being played, if basketball is being played, if all the major sports are being played, how big of a stand is Kansas State's stand? Oh. How big of a stand is the Mississippi stand with the flag and what's going on? How much do we really read about it now? Because, again, we read about it now because that's the only thing that's going on. Yeah, but, bro, if, if the season was in full swing and there was no COVID and we're going to go through it, I'm going to tell you right now, Kansas State saying they're not going to play a game is huge, is huge. Right now, nobody's panicking because they're like, well, we're not even sure we're going to have a college season because of COVID. But if it's in full swing, this is June when they start working out. If they're boycotting this, oh, boy. <laughs> it still gets it still gets the news, just like the women's soccer team, American team. I don't know if you saw that um, this weekend as well. Yeah, all the yeah. women kneeled. All of them. It's still going to sit there and and be um, talked about. It's still going to happen. It, it's that big of an impact. So I think we still talk about it. You're right. We do a lot more focus. ESPN's been doing it. A lot of sports shows. Uh, because we don't have sports, we're talking more and more. But you know what? I don't mind it. I really don't because it's sparking these conversations. I love it. I love it. If you can have it during sports and and know what's going on, I'm not saying give your your opinion about something. Just report on what's happening. I think it needs to be. I think it needs to be done because majority of young kids do they watch the news on CNN or or their local news? 
No. They're watching ESPN, though. They're watching these other major sports right. networks. So if they're right. seeing Kansas State, one of their favorite teams doing it, I'm all for it. Ole Miss, uh, five years ago, removed the, the flag from the campus, I believe, and then doing this to remove it from their emblem as a state flag? Hey, man, I'm all with this. Let's let's start That's making huge. these changes. That's yeah. huge. That's huge. Let's get this stuff going and get, and get it out the way. You know what I mean? All right, on the clock, fans, and on the other side of the break, we have Dane Belton joins the show, Jesuit alumni and current Iowa football player. You don't want to miss it. You're on the clock. Hey, on the clock, fans, listen up. This is something that's exciting that's coming to you. It's going to change you sports. You don't want to miss this. We have YSR, Changing You Sports and How You Search These Teams. It's going to be launching July 4th. You don't want to miss this. Again, save the website, YSRUSA.com. Uh, you'll be able to plug in your zip code, find organizations in your local area. Also, if you're a private coach and want to get listed, visit them at YSRUSA.com. They're going to be the official Yelp of U Sports. You're on the clock. All right, so next up on the show, we have a we have a Tampa Zone Jesuit alumni. We have Dane Belton that joins the show. Dane, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. How about you guys? Good man. We we appreciate you jumping yeah, doing on. Good man. Um, I know. I know. Y- you and I were talking before. You know, pregame here. You're you're in Iowa, but you're back in Iowa now. Yes, sir. Getting ready for some voluntary workouts. How's that been? I've been staying safe. How's the family? How's that all going? It's been good getting back up here, you know, missing out on spring. You just wanted to get back to workouts with uh, your teammates. So it was definitely good getting back up here. And uh, my family's doing well. They're back home in Tampa, and I keep in contact with them. So, I mean, everything's been good. Good, That's what's up, man. And and as you think about, you know, your first year, your first year already has gone by. It was just crazy. You know, I was telling you before we got started, you know, the last memory I have was you kicking my butt in the regional semifinal game a couple of years ago. <laughs> and and now, you know, freshman year is over. What did you enjoy about it? What did you learn about the experience? How was it? And just so you I know, mean, Dane, he's not bitter about it either. He's he's uh, <laughs> He's got no, he has some time to get over it. He's good now. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I mean, it's, experience is everything. I mean, first getting to college, you're like that little kid that's just like, big eyes looking at everything like man i'm finally here and you get to work out you realize like it's a, it's a level up and uh you gotta get ready for that so i mean experience is like it's like a a journey i mean you start off low you gotta you gotta learn things across along the path and uh study uh just see things and uh, grasp concepts and just get better so i mean it was definitely a great first year for me i think that's awesome man i, I can't even imagine being in your shoes man the, the one of the questions i have i know it's not part of the script but i gotta ask you though okay when you're coming out of the tunnel though and you're hearing all those people, man. It's like I could the listeners can't see your face. I can see your face, man. I already see you smiling and getting pumped already. <laughs> like, can you describe that feeling to me? I know it probably take ten seconds to say something, but it, sixty thousand people. You're playing for Iowa, man. How, how does that? How's that feel, man? And that feeling is is unparalleled. I mean, knowing that how tight the fan base is in Iowa. I mean, like they tell us we're the pro team there. They don't have a, a pro football team, so right. we are that. That's true. So just like coming out of that that uh, tunnel as a swarm as a team, it's just like you hear people yelling. They got the songs playing. I mean, it just gets you pumped. Like, I mean, this is what college football is. This is what I came to play. I mean, it's just a great feeling. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. What's man. up, man? Yeah, because because you guys are it in right. Iowa. That's it. Yeah. I mean, city shuts down on a Saturday, and and what to do is to go to Iowa State Iowa game. Let me, up, let, me, man. let me ask you something, and again, this is off the script a little bit, but is there anything else to do in Iowa than just watch football games? Like, I, I, don't want, I don't want Iowa fans to be mad at me. I don't want you to be upset, but I'm just like, what? I mean, 
other than football, I mean, what else we yeah. got going on? I, I get that question a lot. I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, good, good. Yeah, you're not the first. But okay, I cool. mean, there's some lakes to go to. There's definitely places right. to go. A lot of restaurants to eat at. I mean, there's there's some good hangouts uh, to hang out with your friends and stuff. So it's not just like like the people think cornfields. I mean, there's a little bit of stuff to do for sure. <laughs> That's cool, man. There is a lot of cornfields too, though. Right, right, right. So, as you think about as you think about that that first that freshman year, any place stands out, like any situation that stands out to you. Uh, just one play that I definitely love. It, it was a simple play, nothing spectacular. It was when we played Illinois, second to last game of the regular season. Uh, it was just a simple play. They had two wide with the running back to my side, and they were running like a little like curl with two. And I was playing at the like the cash nickel, so I had to hold off two until uh, someone else comes into my area. And that running back would come out the backfield, so they wanted to occupy me to get him out in space. But like going through practice, uh, we made it an effort to like for me to hold off on that curl as long as I can for the mic to work over to him, so I could go to the the running back. And the play came, and I just. It's a great feeling when, like, the preparation meets the game and you know exactly what's about to happen and you make the play. I mean, uh, I broke up the pass, and I mean, with the hit. And it was just a great feeling to know that worked, we worked on that specific play and I made it happen. And that was uh, one of the plays that stood out, stood out for me for this past season. It, yeah, awesome. and that's just interesting to listen to you just talk through that. Right. You know what I mean? And especially us as football coaches, you know, listening to you, you know, hold, hold that guy through, right. not, not be enticed, but what your eyes are seeing in front of you. Because me as an OC, you're absolutely right. I'm going to throw a little, that running back into the flats to, to appeal to your mental statement. Oh, I got to jump on him. That's where my responsibility. Right. I got to get down there to then just throw that curl right off your ear. Right yeah. off your head, and and the fact that you were able to do that and hold them off, you know, and, and you guys have worked on that week that showed that preparation in practice applies straight to the game in a situation that mattered. So kudos, kudos to you for sure. How many how many hours do you spend preparing? By the way, I mean, I, I can just I mean, I played a little bit of college. It was probably different than what you're going through now. Uh, we had both VHSs, so I'm sure you guys don't have to deal with that. <laughs> but uh, I just how many how many hours do you prepare uh, for a team? Do you think uh, estimated? Oh man. I don't even know if I could estimate. I mean, you right. got practice time with the team that is a, uh, so many hours during the week, but then also you got to go in and like be dedicated and go by yourself. And like we have iPads to watch film, like you got to go home and watch film on your own. So I mean, it's it's too many to count, but it's definitely a lot uh, to be to be ready when you when come game time. Key words I took out of that, just so you know, I heard you say iPad and go home. Do you, do you, do you, <laughs> not an option when I was your age, like VHS. <laughs> In a dark, crubby little room with a with a screen down and some yeah. old coach with a cigar in his mouth. We gotta block him. <laughs> so yeah. that's awesome. So, right, right. Walk us through a day. Walk us through a typical day. You know, no COVID nineteen, normal environment. Right. You're in season. What does a normal day look for you from beginning in the morning to end of night when you go to sleep? All right. So say we're on a Monday uh, coming in. We had practice on Sunday. It was like watch film and uh, run out a little bit to get the lactic acid loose. But so coming on Monday. We got uh, weigh-ins at like 5.50 a.m. Uh, we start a lift at 6. After lift, we got special teams meeting, uh, position meetings. And then uh, after position meetings at around like 9.30, we got practice for about an uh, hour 45, two hours. So we get uh, we get done around 11, 11.30. Then we got uh, breakfast together. And then after that, we got classes until at, uh, at most 5. So at 5.05, we back to the uh, facility and we have a team meeting and more position, position meetings to watch the uh, – tape from practice and just to get more scout on the team and then we'll get out done by like 6 30 then you got dinner and you might have like a tutor after that if not you go home and the day is done but it's definitely a packed day especially in the morning lord jesus 
<laughs> if I told my if I told my high school kids, hey, we have to report here at seven a.m. and we're not leaving till seven p.m., the 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 bad letters and text messages I would get from my parents would be freaking through the roof. Yeah, you don't get back to the dorm or your house for till late at night for sure. Right, it's long days, and then, and, it's, and then it's, once it's you get back dream. to the dorm, you're doing homework. Exactly. Right? Yeah, the sacrifice yeah, you gotta do for your dream, man. This is. Do you regret it? Probably not, right? Like this. Uh, going back to your senior, I don't know if we. What made you pick Iowa, man? What made oh, you man. say, you know, I mean, because and again, it's not a bad thing. I don't, I don't think. But mm-hmm. I just, I just try to go into the psyche of the of the player. Like, what are some things that that you're looking for from schools, and, and what made you really gravitate to Iowa? You know what I mean? Well, I get that question a lot from like people like you that want to understand, but also right. people that like, why'd you go to Iowa? Like they're not good or something. Like nobody knows Iowa, like the the basic person. Right. But I mean, there was a lot of a lot of factors that uh, came into me choosing Iowa. I mean, one was like coaching stability. I mean, the head coach and my position coach was also the defensive coordinator. Uh, they just coached the twenty first year at Iowa, and just wow. knowing that they're gonna be there and like Coach Parker, uh, he's a big mentor. He told me like, I don't want to be a head coach. I love where I'm at. I mean, I love developing kids at the defensive back position. And that was huge. Uh, and like one of the other biggest uh, factors was early playing time and knowing that uh, their like mentorship and like their coaching can help me get to the next level. Cause that's ultimately what I want to do. I want to play in the NFL. Coach Parker's uh, like resume and building defensive backs. Like he would take uh, two star defensive backs and make them into NFL players. I mean, and knowing that if he could take them and make them to NFL player, I know he could take me and add tools to my toolbox and to get into the league. And that's also, what, that's what it's about, man. I mean, I, I don't mean just, but that's what's about. A lot of kids try to go off of, of wins. You know what I mean? And they're not looking at the bigger picture. You know, can this person prepare me for the next level? Can they get me right? You know what I mean? A lot of kids are like, oh yeah, I want to go here because they have you know six hundred wins a, a year. Like I love this college, but they don't understand the the preparation like you're talking about. And then a coach, I can I can hear the sentiment in your voice when you talk about that coach. He means a lot to you, huh? Oh, definitely. Yeah, he's father figure in the facility. I mean, I definitely have a lot of coaches I I like and that uh guy I gravitate towards. But he's like he's been where I want to be. I mean, he played at Michigan State. He was a Big Ten defensive back. I, um, first team, all that, and he was just so he knows like exactly what I want to be and how to get there. So now, recently, Iowa's been making waves here locally in, in, in Tampa, pulling pulling kids, pulling big time recruits to go to Iowa, starting with yourself. And then just this past Saturday, we had uh, Jordan Olodokin on actually on, on Sunday on Father's Sunday, Day yep. also commit to to going to to Iowa. So talk a little about your excitement about having another Tampa guy join you join you up in Iowa, especially you know, a kid like Jordan Oladokun and his and his talent going up there to, to join you, man. How, how do you feel? I mean, I feel great about that. I mean, just like everyone's been saying ever since I committed, I've been an advocate for Iowa trying to get talent from my area to uh, join me cuz I know the talent level in Florida and especially in Tampa is is really up there. So if we can get players like uh like that into our program, I think it would be tremendous for our success. And also, like, Jordan, like, he's a great player. I know his work ethic. I mean, he's just a great defensive back, great ball skills. I mean, uh, a player with, like, that with his talent would serve well in our in our scheme. So, I mean, just knowing that, like, I talked to him along the process and giving him information, and he understands, like, the way they develop and getting him uh, part of the team is just great, and I can't wait for him to get up here. Would it be safe to say that Dane – uh, that you that you're the pipeline for Florida. Who did be? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Iowa's pipeline from Florida. <laughs> like that'd be probably the, the the main thing to say, huh? Yeah, I think I am. I mean, <laughs> Thompson said 
he had like three other players uh, from when he coached at like Armwood and stuff go to Iowa. But I mean, that was in the past. I think I'm I'm starting that, but uh, hopefully I can keep that going. Yeah, the trend, right? Because you're, you're three for three right now of, of big names <laughs> around here in Tampa right now. So <laughs> a couple more, they're gonna start investigating you, but Dane, so just slow down, right? <laughs> you gotta spread this love out. Yeah, and and when we were talking to Jordan uh, on our on our last podcast, he mentioned a lot about your relationship with him right. and how he looked up to you a lot, and and like he looked at you in that mentor type of capacity and that you know you guys have talked about Iowa what it means to be to, to be a Hawkeye and to be in that program and ultimately like you mentioned about getting to that next level because that's one thing that Jordan's very focused on also and, and you're very focused on so it's great to see that the Iowa's preparing these young men for that for that next level I'm pretty pumped to see you guys uh ball out this year what game are you looking forward to this year like what's what's that game that you got that circle on there that you're super excited about getting ready to play for Oh, man, I would say just all of them, honestly. I mean, this season is the first time I'm, like, I am uh, have a primary role. Like, I, I played a lot last year, but I'm, like, that man, I'm supposed to be a leader. So, I mean, going into the first game, it's, it's, a, it's a challenge and excitement for me. But a specific game would probably be Iowa State because, you know, it's a big rivalry. And I didn't play in that yeah. one last year. I played against our other rivals. So, I mean, that game early on, first uh, test, is definitely a game I'm looking forward to. That's awesome, man. So, just so you know, this is the time of the show that we like to do a little segment we have here called This and That, okay? And I know your coach is probably going to be proud to hear this. All right, so when we do this and that, your coach is probably going to find out some things about you that he didn't know about, all right? But we, we promise it's it's nothing that bad, man. It's nothing horrible, Okay. I'll start off real easy. and then So my first one for you is, all right, here we go. Traditional or boneless wings? Which one do you? Uh, I got to go traditional. Okay. But lately, oh, I've been doing boneless. Lately, I've been doing boneless. Uh, you got to be easy. careful with boneless because you know what the football, you know, I don't know if you ever heard this before, but as football coaches, coaches that eat boneless wings, they run the wing tee. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know. If you eat boneless wings, you, you probably run the wing tee. It's, it's the rumor that goes on here, okay? So it's good that you have traditional. <laughs> In here, so I know I know you like to work out. You're a workout guy. Do you prefer cardio or weights? Weights. Yeah. Weights I'm not. Day. I'm not a big uh, runner. I mean, I like running. I run sprints. Uh, definitely a weight guy. Yeah, and for football players, man, you know, we we take care of the knees and the and the long. We can't take the long pounding on a track for a mile and a half, two miles. Yeah. I mean, maybe on a lift to go to sweat out that quarantine fat that everybody everybody got uh, <laughs> lately. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do cardio either. Uh, my big question to you here is, okay, and this is this is I'm very sensitive about this. Okay, you got to understand, oh, here, oh, you got to understand, Dan. We we did a podcast a, a while back about who is the greatest goat. Okay, and mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you here: Michael Jordan or LeBron James? Well, who do you have on there? Michael Jordan. Oh, you're a great Good. kid. I do. You're, you're I'm going to need to educate your boy, James Pask. Because he was all over LeBron. Yeah, and Jordan Oladokun, he loves LeBron. And yeah, Oladokun was all I'm, over LeBron. I was like, this generation's screwed. <laughs> like we're, <laughs> we're leading the wrong direction. And, and then again, there's nothing wrong with LeBron James. LeBron James, I think, in this generation is a great, phenomenal basketball player. Off the court, he's a goat. Off the, oh, off the court, I mean, building a school. I mean, <laughs> if you don't get a humanitarian award for just that alone, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I agree with you, but I, I love MJ. MJ's all. We're an, I'm an MJ fan. Yeah. And here's the one that's been causing a lot of stir with all the kids we've been doing this, this or that section with. If you had to give one up, do you give up Instagram or Snapchat? Snapchat. See? Yeah, you I mean, thought about it. What, what is about the, You know what? Uh, and I think, I think Instagram's the, 
I guess I'm the old man. I like Facebook, right? So I'm the I'm the old head, right? <laughs> so Dane's like, yeah, you're the you're the old guy. Instagram's your guys. Snapchat, same thing. Uh, Jaden Pass was like, nah, man. As long as I got Instagram instant message, I'll give up text messages if I have to. Don't, nice. I just want to give up Instagram. <laughs> what is about that with the generation? You guys like that one more? Is it Snapchat I mean, complex or what? I mean, I just feel like I can communicate with people other than Snapchat and like right. Instagram. Just you get to like share posts and like see other people's feeds and their life. You don't really see that a lot on Snapchat. Like you have stories, but it's true. Not like that, so that's true. Yeah, that's, that's true. What's up? That's what's up. So when you do have time, I know you said you had a busy schedule, but when you do have time, which one do you prefer, PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation. Oh, oh that was immediate. Hey man, you immediate, my man. I gotta meet your parents. They raised you right, man. <laughs> they raised you right, man. I gotta meet these people. That's what I'm talking about. You excited about that PS5? Oh, for sure. Oh, I can't wait. Thing is can't sexy wait. looking, isn't it? God. Oh yeah. I'm I like, cannot I, wait. I'm gonna have to get four more jobs to get the to get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna try my best. Pricey. Yeah, it's a little pricey. I'm not gonna lie to you. These kids, my kids, were like, "Yeah, Dad, can I get the PS5?" As soon as you get a job, buddy. <laughs> and we'll split the bill. All right, and then uh, another one here kind of goes with the with the wings earlier. Straight or curly fries? Curly. It's something curly. about curly. It yeah. just adds like a flavor or something to it. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's made different, right? Right. It's right. made different. Spe- speaking of flavor, with, with, with your with your boneless wings, which by the way, you, you're, your guys are going <laughs> to rag on you about that. Your other teammates, but the blue cheese or ranch? Which one do you prefer? I'm actually allergic to both. So wow. I feel like, oh, no. I don't you, eat either, you don't know yeah. what life is like. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Straight buffalo. Oh, there you go. nothing wrong with that. There's nothing, nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. And then the, the, the last one here, and, and we've asked this one to, to everybody also, and we get some different, different, different answers <laughs> to this. Any pregame superstitions you have like is there anything yeah. you do exactly the same this every day huge. this is huge I, I know i know raul was talking about he had, he had a guy in college when he was playing that wore the same socks never washed them didn't wash them bro. it was the same it was the same brutal socks. smell man it sucked bro <laughs> this dude would grab each end of the sock and he would just smash it up and then put that on and then he put the actual gang sock over it so he's wearing these over two the socks. top of that and i'm thinking to myself bro <laughs> you are the worst person in history of football. The stench used to come from that locker, bro. I never wanted to be near him, but he'd do it every game. Crap up these little socks, man. It sucked. Oh, uh, man. To be honest, I don't have any superstitions at all, to be honest. Like, I just, I got a routine, but nothing like I got to do or I play bad. You know what I mean? Just So, like, what's we your get, routine on game day? Uh, we get to the, uh, the locker room. I got the headphones in. Uh, you got your stuff set up in the locker room. And, you know, you start putting the pads in the pants. You start getting stuff laid out, like your socks, your undershirt, just like into like on your locker. So you got right when you go, it's right there. You can put it on. And then uh, first thing after that is you get your ankles taped and then you just go from there and start putting the, the equipment on. And- that's what's up, man. So that's uh, that's this section of On the Clock, this and that, man. We appreciate you playing that game, man. That's awesome, man. That's really good, man. Hey, man, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, man. I told you it was going to be short and sweet. Uh, you know, I know you're a busy guy, and we're probably pushing back some kind of game film or iPad that you should be on right now. <laughs> so I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Uh, but, man, listen, anytime you want to come back on, and, and definitely we're going to hit you up uh, after the season, or maybe during the season you want to just wrap. If you have time, uh, just let us know how it went, man, because uh, me, and, me and George were huge, huge football fans. And anybody that comes on the show, we go ahead and try to purchase their jersey, and we're going to hang it up and all kinds of stuff, man. So uh, we're definitely going to be following you, man, all, all through your college career and your NFL career. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. That'd be greatly appreciated. Yeah, man. All right, man. Well, Dane, thank you for joining the show, man. I appreciate you.
Well, 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 another great show. I love it, man. So honored and, and pleased, man, to have Dane Belton on here, man. I can't tell you how huge that is. Um, to speak to that young man, listening to him talk about defenses, just lets me know that I, I really, really have to be worried about <laughs> Jesuit players. Um, and let me tell you something. It's a contestant to those coaches over there at Iowa. They got a great guy. Uh, I, I love watching him, man. And thank you so much for being a part of the show. Yeah, it was exciting to have him on and get his his take about what's going on in Iowa, what's going on with life, and just his upbringing and everything else was really interesting here. If you're interested in today's podcast, go ahead and uh, find us on all the major podcasting sites, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, by simply searching On The Clock Radio. You can also find us on IG and Twitter by simply searching on the clock radio you can send us an email at on the clock 20 at gmail.com until next time you're on the clock